Kids Productions. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Final Drive over here at Sour Kids Production Studios. It is Alec, Javante, DeAndre, and uh, you know, it's kind of been a relatively quiet-ish week in the NFL, and I say this because only one quarterback got an extension this week compared to the <laughs> trades and whatnot we've had the last couple weeks. A couple signings here and there, but besides that, guys, it's been a pretty quiet week, so hey, it makes the show a lot easier tonight. Gentlemen, before we dive into all this stuff, how are you guys doing today? Doing great, doing great, honestly. I mean, just had a pretty busy week, but I um, my laptop got damaged. So, oh, what? Yeah, that's why I, I took... Uh, Were you and Javante arguing over, uh, I don't know, something comic book movie related? I know, right? That's, and then, that's, and then that's, there was a snapping point. That's how, probably, that's how some people would probably guess it happened, <laughs> but yeah, it just stopped working. Uh, and that's the and sadly that's the laptop that we use to edit our videos for our channel. So that's why we, there was. I've noticed there hasn't been yeah nothing yeah. out. So recently, like yesterday, I went to the Apple Store and ended up getting an upgrade, and it works so much better. Like usually, a a, a sits or eight minute video would take like thirty to forty minutes to export. Now it only takes like ten minutes. You get the A15 hey, chip. You got yeah. your laptop. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, you know you got to upgrade. Hey, right. In this day and age, you got to upgrade. Yeah. Javante, how about you? Been, you I'm weren't here last week. Yeah, I saw. I like the the show. It was pretty good. I saw you guys try to imitate me a little bit. You did a pretty good job. <laughs> I saw the clip. I showed the whole clip. Try to imitate me a little bit. You know. But no one can live up to you, Javante. Nah, it's all good. Oh, yeah, so, no, no, no one can imitate. I'll see my company here like Suge Knight holding you on the balcony, but I'll just. Yeah. Uh, it was it was cool though. No, uh, no one you will be, not. You will not play jay again yeah. <laughs> no one could be as biased as you, you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but overall it's been a good week i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, give, I'm not gonna give that time of day mm-hmm. uh it's been a good week uh y'all did a good show last week shout out to all y'all man which y'all did um thanks yeah, i'm chilling yes well it wouldn't be a show without some more raider news of course and we have our local raider fan here javante obviously the news came out today on thursday did it come out today? It was this no, morning, it came right? Out, or yesterday? Uh, yesterday, yeah, yesterday Wednesday morning. Watch the press conference. Hey, there you go. Derek Carr, three-year extension, $121 million. Added on, he will likely – well, he said it himself. He said it in the press conference. He wants to finish out, finish out his yeah, career as a Raider golf. and doesn't want to be anywhere else. Yeah. So the Raiders have not only locked up Max Crosby, but they added Devontae Adams to a monster deal. Chandler Jones, so pretty fat contract, and now have extended their franchise quarterback, Derek Carr. And we have to still do Hunter. Hunter got to get done still, too. And there's still plenty more. And, you know, I'll throw it to you, Javante. I mean, Derek Carr, he's the guy I think most people are kind of borderline. He is the franchise quarterback, or he's not a guy that you can win a Super Bowl with. Yeah. I personally am in the boat of he's probably top 10, top 12 quarterback in this game. And I think he's a guy that... I would like to build around. I think he's a leader. He does. He does and says all the right things in the community. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. I think is he. I think he is that franchise quarterback that could, with the right pieces, get you to the Super Bowl. I completely agree. What do you guys think? I completely agree. You said. I was about to say that. I think. Okay, we look at like straight just talent. Of course, he's not Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or any of these guys. But as a quarterback, just what you would want of your quarterback, your leader. He's perfect, and I think with the amount of talent around him, you definitely can. He can definitely do the Super Bowl, and I think you know this roster is amazing, especially on the offensive end. 
I think it's probably the most ro- talented roster he's played with. I think it's one of the most talented rosters the Bears have had in a while. You know, with the, with the running back core, the receivers, the tight ends, the skill positions. You know, I mean, it's just stacked up. But as far as the contract extension, um, I thought it was a great deal for the Raiders. Honestly, it's, it honestly feels like a one-year extension, honestly, because the I see I don't think the money has come up for the yearly rate for like what he's gonna make. But I knew he had like one more year on his deal. But I mean, no trade clause, two more years added on. Um, I'm all with it. And the money we all, I said, well, I guess we'll see what the annual salary is looking like every year. But overall, yeah. for the amount of money, I'm like, yeah. And I would assume, deal. I would assume with the TV videos kicking in next year, yeah. the cap growing each year and year as they recover from COVID, mm-hmm. you know, this extension will probably actually in the long run help the Raiders out with cap room down the road. So yeah. compared to like the extension that a lot of quarterbacks got this summer, I mean, like it's a pretty good extension for yeah, the team. It's very team it. friendly, also. And then like we got to still get Hunter Renfro done and guys like that, but. Overall, yeah, okay. it's not it's not like the Raiders went out of their way to make him the highest paid quarterback mm-hmm. in the league. You know, they paid him something in that middle tier level, and the market's just going to reset, keep resetting. So at that point, like his contract won't even be that big of a of a, a you know like a margin mm-hmm. as far as the salary cap. Um, but I, I do believe Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I think he's uh, definitely, like you said, top fifteen at least. Um, he's had his fair share of clutch moments in the, in the league as well. Uh, and like Javante, you mentioned, like they have a, a fully talented team around him this time. He has a guy who he's comfortable with throwing back to his college days. And, um, you know, I, I look at it and, and I think from a Raiders perspective, you can't really do any better because the, like you could think about Derek Carr and where Raiders quarterbacks before him have been, you know, like after Rich Gannon, Rich Gannon yeah. yeah, Rich Gannon in what, 2002, I believe you had the Kyle Bowler, you had Carson Palmer, you had Jason Campbell, Russell. Jamarcus Russell, Terrell Pryor, Matt McLoin, you know, so there, there was just this revolving door and now you have a guy who's at least been consistent throughout his play, since he's played as a rookie, you mm-hmm. know, his first year, what was it, 2015, 2016 as a Raider. Um, so I think that's 2014, 2014. Yeah. Cause I think didn't, didn't him and Cleo Mack come in the same year. Um, I think it was him and Jadavion Clowney or was Jadavion and Khalil the same year? I want to say yes. So yeah. Yeah. Same year as those guys. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I look at that and I, I just think that's something that they take into account as well. Like, Hey, <laughs> you know, it took us this long to get a guy to be, this stable of a guy in our franchise. So yeah. And I mean, here's my thing about the Raiders. I think you look at last year, what this team went, I mean, the Raiders, look, they went through things that no NFL team should have gone through last year. Still made the postseason. And yet they still made the postseason. They were the team that end up going to the Super Bowl. And they were a series away from, you know, tying that game. I mean, and you could probably say fairly confidently without Derek Carr, that team is nowhere near where they ended up last year. Yeah. So, and and you look at their staff like they don't they didn't have any offensive minded guys like they have this year with Josh McDaniels so um, it's just going to take Derek Carr's talents to the next level. Well, so. All all stuff is they might like the AB thing like you know you thinking oh AB is going to come and help Derek Carr we got a star receiver and that doesn't turn out right so there's always been some like kind of like uh, drama or like some kind of problem within the organization. Um, but to see finally things are turning around and everything and even his first was his second year in the league where he. At that point, was an MVP candidate. You could twenty sixteen, twenty sixteen. Yeah, broke his ankle. No playoffs. Last second to last week of the season. Yeah, oh, we had Carson Palmer. Frenchman Carson Palmer too. Wait, someone. I, I, I said. Yeah, I said. Oh, okay, I thought you forgot him. Never forget Carson I, 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 Palmer. Oh, um, Carson Palmer. Also, man, shout to Mark Davis because Mark Davis. I, I always hear how people like like not like, talk bad about him, but he's considered like a lower tier owner. 
when it comes to like this this game of owners and stuff like that, you got the Jerry Jones, you got the old job um, for the LA Rams and stuff I like mean, that. I think we kind of judge based on the later years of Al and <laughs> you know his. It speech, wasn't Al Davis' fault, right? and, and also, his, I mean, his speed kills philosophy. I mean, and, and that you know, and Mark Davis inherited you know what at that point the what 2010s the late 2000s Raiders were ultimately they were a joke for the longest time since Rich Gannon. They were the laughing stock after the whole Jamarcus Russell thing, and Mark yeah. Davis kind of inherited, I mean, a crappy organization, and that just takes time to rebuild. And now, I mean, this is arguably the most talented roster the Raiders have put together. This the, yeah, that's why maybe, maybe since maybe since the you know Jerry Rice and and uh, Tim Brown days. Yeah. So and you look at I think this is the best team division. I'm saying again, the best team division. It's not wild to think that. With every, I'm just looking at I don't know if I agree with you, with, but I'm with, saying it's not wild to think I'm that. looking at everything as far as, like, the defense, the offense, the skill positions. I look at the running back. They have the best running back in the division. Or you could argue him with Javante Williams. They probably uh-huh. have, okay, third, maybe fourth best quarterback. That's fine. It's not like it's just a great quarterback uh, division. The best receiver in the division. The best, the second best tight end in the division. Mm-hmm. The second best probably, well, I couldn't have Hunter Winfrey better than Who's we we put Hunter Renfro after what Keen after Keenan Allen, Marvin Williams. I put Hunter Renfro. Probably the best slot. Okay. And who else am I think? Uh <sighs> defensively, best combo pass rushers. Chandler mm-hmm. Jones and Mac, Mad Max. Okay. Great pass yeah. rushers. Yep. yep. Secondary got some question marks still. But either the talent of the team, I think oh, they're just talented squad, bro. Okay. That is. I mean, you could argue it's maybe the most well rounded roster in that division. I think that's all yeah. Personally, I still think Denver is the team to beat right now because you look at the Chiefs. I w- I, see. In, I would put the Chiefs number one still. I got. I got to put. They were the team that. That's what they do in the draft first. They were the okay. They were the front runner last year. They were the a team that won the AFC uh, West last year. They got a boatload of draft picks. They made some pretty good signings. I thought the Marquez Valdez Scantley signing was good. That's an underrated one. Ronald Jones as it's a basically a cheaper replacement for Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and and, okay. and Justin signing Justin Reed from Houston as a cheaper replacement for to Tyron Matthew. I feel it like might be an upgrade in honesty. Yeah, that's, so that's cool. But what I'm saying is like you look at the division the last couple of years. Chiefs are ramped because the division's been kind of bad. Like they've been the most dominant offense in the division. Yeah. Now that everybody else has caught up with them, I feel like there's some offenses that are better than. And, and I still say this: the Chiefs have the best. They, quarter, still, they still have the best quarterback in the division. They and, still can't run the ball though. Okay, but I mean, players, every other team in the division can run the ball except for them. But they, do they really need to run the ball? Yes, like that? that's they, what it's come mean, down to. Do they really need to run it like what stopped them in the playoffs last to year? A point where when they played Cincinnati, what stopped them? They couldn't run the ball. No, what stopped them was Pat Mahomes got. But also, foolish, they couldn't but, run yeah. the ball. They they literally had to make Pat Mahomes a hey, go make a play because they could never run the ball. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I look at these other teams. Every other team in that division has a good running back and can actually run the ball. Okay, you, you can't. There's some good um, prospects in the for what, second, third round. They could. You talking about another right rookie? There. Like you basically what you do with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Get another rookie and try. I'm talking about we have. No, he was never. He was never but, fit but, in Kansas City. But we look City. at. Hold on, we look at last year at San Francisco. They got Elijah Mitchell, a sixth round draft pick, who led led them in rushing. So that's a great O line, also. And the Chiefs have a pretty good offensive line too. Which kind of like. Didn't live up to the hype. Yeah, my dad. I, th- the I think give them a second season. I think that uh, you know they'll be more in sync mm-hmm. heading into this offseason. The, the Broncos have a new head coach. Like we ain't gonna give that no consideration either. Yeah, I, but also that's what I was gonna say. The Chiefs, the one thing they have over y'all is the, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Pat Mahomes. Andy Reid's a, a great coach. I and you know that's that's something that I still favor Kansas City just because of that. So no matter what, we can agree. You think the Chiefs? You think the Raiders? I think the Broncos. Chargers are the last one. So we the Chargers, Chargers yeah. I guess. So we're all agreed. I think Chargers and Broncos are the four. 
The Chargers to me, they got to prove it to me. They can't charger a football game. Yeah, because that's just what they that's just what they do. They can yeah. they can make all these big splash moves, but at the end of the day, they got to put together a solid game. Yeah, because they always find ways to charger it. Let me ask you this and, also. And it's like it's like this. Like, I'm not saying the Raiders aren't like they don't deserve to be number one. Isn't it's not it's nothing like that. All I'm saying is like it's kind of like the same thing with the NFC North. Like. If I I I take Green Bay every year until I can see an actual team the on the field. The difference with that also is you haven't seen no team. Okay, imagine this. Like usually, Green Bay makes the most updates and that up additions in that division, right? Not like, really. They I mean they rarely make moves. I mean it was what two years ago that they yeah Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers stud. They had Devontae. They had some studs on the on the offensive end. Correct. That you knew what they were going to get. The Chiefs have really only Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes you can really rely on. Everything else is a question mark. From Juju to Marquez Valdez, all that all that's it's question marks. So like with, with the Packers, I get because you have Devontae Adams, Pro Bowl receiver, best receiver in the game, core, best quarterback, top ten running back. The Chiefs, you literally only Travis Kelsey, and he's getting older. So we're gonna act like well, Pat Mahomes. Juju, well, Juju, Juju, I feel like Juju will have a. We uh, gotta see what he's gonna be because now pressure's on him now. Now he's back to being a number one pretty much. But now, but he one, he's back to being a number one. But also, he has a, a better quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. I think my thing with the Chiefs there. is, I think, you know, if I'm game planning for the Chiefs, the speed and threat of Tyreek Hill does not make me scared of the Chiefs' deep ball game anymore. Exactly. I'm gonna play up on Travis Kelsey. I'm gonna make Patrick Mahomes beat me. Exactly, because we saw last year we saw teams. If you play that deep two safety defense and you wait and make Pat Mahomes try to move around the pocket and make these crazy throws, he'll give you a, he'll give you a turnover. We saw this year in the first half of the season. Yeah. He got better with it, you know, until the playoff game in the second half of the season. But you know, the Chiefs also ran the ball a lot more in the second half of the season with Darrell Williams, not Clyde yeah. Edwards-Helaire because he got banged up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if I'm Kansas City, I'm kind of thinking, you know, what what can Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy cook up in the lab to 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 make? Because I mean, if I'm looking at Juju, uh, Marquez, and Nicole Hardman, I'm not all Don't that make you scared. scared. Well, let me ask you this because you mentioned this what a couple weeks ago where you talked about this draft class and how receivers it's deep. Yeah, for sure. And we, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure we've seen every mock draft at least one of the Chiefs' first round pits this year. They're predicted to take a receiver. Take a receiver. Yeah. So you add that to the mix as well. And it's not, it's one of those things where you look at it last year where you had Tyreek Hill, McCall Hartman, and then the rest, it was bottom, bottom tier. Right. You know, whereas this year you have an actual, like, all around balanced out re- wide receiver room, which. Could be better for him. But I think, look, to Alex's point, if he gets him on the draft, I know all these receivers are fast, but you don't have Tyree Kill type a guy. You don't have a Tyree Kill game changer like that, regardless of what you say. I mean, he's a rookie, rookie receiver. I'm not saying they have impact. But I just look at uh, why well, well, I picked him for the division, not because of Raiders fan, I'm a Raiders fan, but also because I look at the dis- additions and subtractions. I feel like the Chiefs only had lost something, a key piece. Everybody else in the division added, like from Khalil Mack going to Chargers and, and again, JC Jackson. Like everybody else made update, upgrades except for the Chiefs. They, only, they made a little move with the safety. They pretty much just stayed either neutral or went down because Ty- losing Tyreek Hill is beyond. That's a big loss. That's a Pro Bowl receiver. Yeah, and then you can say what you want, but his speed, you his know. His speed changes the game. And his speed's one of the best. Not having that now, I mean, I'm, Juju's cool. He might be all right, but does that put fear in you like that? I mean, not like the level Tyreek Hill does. Tyreek Hill would take 10 yards and go crazy. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. But in other quarterback news, Derek Carr, or Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield appeared on a podcast, came out and said he felt dis- disrespected by the Browns. Uh, he was told one thing by the Browns, and then when did a whole another thing, of course, referring to the whole Deshaun Watson thing, where the Browns, uh, you know, as we know, as we don't know, they went out and made their pitch, landed Deshaun Watson, and I guess they told Baker that you're a guy going into this year. 
I got some comments about this. <sighs> and Baker had came out and said Seattle looks like you know that's the, the Colts, only so valuable the option. Or something like that, right? Well, that was before Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But now it's in the, it's likely Seattle when you think about it. So, <laughs> I mean, to think where the Browns started off at the end of the year with this old quarterback thing, we knew there were some questions, obviously, right? You know, with Baker's health, with the team uh, kind of not really seeming committed to Baker. Uh, and obviously the OBJ thing did not help at all because you saw Odell go out and play in L.A. And clearly Odell was not the problem in Cleveland. We can't agree to that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just wanted some of our thoughts on this whole Browns Baker thing because no matter what, I feel like it's gonna have an ugly ending. The Baker Mayfield looks the worst in this situation because yeah. of the fact he won that show and he's talking about my feelings and this and that. Then this is the job. You you're on you're on a fifth year option by trying to get paid. This is a job. You haven't performed like that. Let's be honest. This this friend this this roster has been loaded for what two three years now. It's been a loaded roster since the second year in the league, and he hasn't gotten better. Two top tier receivers. You give Joe. I'm not. I hate to say it. I don't know. I might be wrong for this, but you put Tua there. What Tua doing? A great offensive line. Two good running backs. Receivers. Even Tua might have some success. I mean, I'm saying like for that level, like what you expect. Like I, I just don't feel bad for Baker. I feel like Baker Mayfield honestly kind of comes off like now, like he's lost himself. No confidence. Usually Baker Mayfield like the underdog. Hey, I can do whatever. You know, I seems like oh, I'm just you. Know, you did. They did me wrong. And to think uh, he 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 was taken first overall. Excuses, the fans, the fans have a right to being booing. You haven't, you have, you're. And this thing also, Baker Mayfield went number one overall. We gotta give that in consideration. You yeah. went the number one overall pick. So of course the expectations, like you went number one over guys like Josh Allen and dudes like that. Like come on now, Lamar Jackson. Go ahead though. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll save some for you. Go ahead. You make. Solid points. Oh, he's gonna go against me. On certain, expect this one. <laughs> on certain things, I agree because I feel like you know at this point it was right for the Browns to move on from Baker Mayfield to Sean Watson. Like, of course, like if anybody, if you could it, do it, if you if they had a viable chance to do it and they did, yeah, you're gonna do it. Oh, great. So I don't blame them for that. But Baker shouldn't be mad at that. That, but what I do agree with Baker on is that he should have been told that a hey, the Browns are pursuing Deshaun Watson. You know, we're pursuing another guy. This is a guy who you drafted as your first number one, your number one overall pick. He's your franchise guy when he's drafted into the league. He's a guy who brought you into the playoffs for the first time in what almost almost a a decade over a two, decade, two, two, de- two decades, almost two decades. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you know, I just feel like he deserved at least to be informed that hey, and we're up going to kept up with how everything went right. Do so you right. think he should be informed that we possibly would be looking at and, Deshaun Watson? And, that said? and that what you're saying? Huh? That he shouldn't be kept informed that they were possibly going to look at Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that's and, fair because I think, not, and just one more one note to add yeah. from a player perspective, you want that from ownership and management to 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 keep you informed. You know, every step along the way, what whether it's going to help you or not, you wanted to know, right? Yeah, every player should be at least informed of. Because I mean, look, I mean, with the Falcons, despite everything happening so fast, they told Matt Ryan, "Hey." We're, we we got a shot here. Seriously, take the weekend. You find where you want to go, and we'll make a trade work. Right. It didn't work out for the Falcons, but at the end of the day, they still went through with and traded Matt Ryan away. So it's all about doing right by the players. Yeah. And, and also, and if you're going to upgrade, keep the guy informed. Yeah, and also it's it's you know Baker. He's 
you look at what he did this past year playing through that injury, which I, I thought he should have got the surgery, but yeah. obviously, you know. He wanted, he, he, he bro, wanted, he was playing because he, he needed a contract. He wanted, he wanted the contract. But still, it's a guy who, you know, put everything on the line for his team. And I think he also wanted to prove that he was still the franchise quarterback for this team. Yeah. Because I think even after last year with the playoff success, people still kind of had questions of, is he really a franchise quarterback? Yeah. Well, a lot y'all have said here. Y'all have said a lot. First off, Matt Ryan was owed that because Matt Ryan's a vet in this league. Matt Ryan has been that franchise. He has led that franchise to the Super Bowl. Also, Matt Ryan's been a trade target for, what, two, three years now? Matt Ryan's been a trade target for a minute, and Matt Ryan stayed professional. Yeah, but the moment the Falcons— Baker Mayfield's wife be putting all kinds of tweets. They've been all kinds of tweets. Baker Mayfield's side has put it out. Well, yeah, and she did, she did intervene, and, you know— For the last couple of years, Baker Mayfield yeah. has put his side of the story out there for a while. So what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, it's either share or get off the pot. This is a, this is, you're, you're playing the most important position on the field, quarterback. Hey, bro, it's a business. We're gonna update. We it ain't like it ain't like the man got his papers. He gonna get traded somewhere. He'll have opportunity to still show what he can do. He's still young, but no. I just felt for Baker Mayfield. It's like, bro, you always been an underdog. Like this shouldn't change anything. You went to walk on. You walked on twice. Your mindset should be on. I'm saying, what are, what are you saying that you disagree with us on? Like exactly. we, that agree, that we, agree, owned, we, we agreed with you, but that I owe him a damn. Well, he, oh, he, a but he was he was your first overall pick. He yeah. was your he and was he, had, your, he, he hasn't he hasn't lived up to the first overall pick. I look at his class. Who else was that class? Let's I, go through I it. just think of it as a player in general. I think all play, NFL players think of the same way. Yeah, of course, like, all right. NFL players want that day. new judge. I get that from his side. I get that. But as owner, I'm like, I mean, bruh, I'm looking for a better. This is a guy that's update. Like, I, you shouldn't take, you shouldn't get butthurt to get personally that I might look for an upgrade over you. No, but the, but the Browns should have told him. Yeah, it's, the Browns it's not, didn't. It's not the Browns didn't tell him that. Yes. Yeah, well, Baker well, found. Well, I don't get the Sean Watson. Baker, I got to keep Baker Mayfield happy. But Baker was. But Baker was in fun. Here's the thing. So if you're Baker, right? So, would you rather have the Browns tell you that they're looking at Deshaun Watson, or would you rather find out through Twitter for some reporter that the Browns are looking at Deshaun Watson and they didn't tell you about it? That they're bringing him in for a visit. Yeah. No, I, which, as a I player, would, I would write, you tell me. I get that. Yeah, but, but, that's, saying but, also, we're, we're, but we're agreeing with you on there. Yeah, else. if I'm yeah. five years in, though, also, if I've, if I've been in the league for five years and I haven't shown that I can be the guy, I understand why I'm on the hot seat. And I do think Baker... And my thing with Baker is I feel like, you know, from the moment, you know, him and Hugh Jackson had the whole fallout and like he was, you know, publicly, you know, like making these comments about Hugh Jackson and, you know, and, 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 and Kitchens. yeah, I just feel like he's always had kind of not necessarily a maturity thing, but just something, you know, this is a, it's like, like Javonda said, it's a business. You can't go out here bad mouthing people because it's because at the end of the day, Whatever you do and put out there, whether it's playing or in the media, teams mm-hmm. see that, right? Teams see how you look, and that's how you're perceived, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you trying you are you are just trying to put your best product out there of yourself as a player and as a leader, as a quarterback, whatever. And I think also that the whole blow up the coaches and somebody talking about oh I had all these coaches. Look, each coach gave you a different. Look, let's be honest, all those coaches were different. Freddie Kitchens let you throw the ball and sling it around. Let had what? How many interceptions that year? He gave you a chance to sling it around and throw it around and say, oh, I'm the quarterback. We're going to throw Odell Beckham. All he's got, I'm going to sling it. What's his numbers looking like? Then you bring a new coach in that's going to make you more of a game manager. Dump, dip, quick, out. That's it. But it works. It works. So I'm, I'm like, you're getting mad because people are realizing that you're not a franchise quarterback. You're a, a solid starter maybe, but you're not a franchise guy. So I don't, I don't get you to be mad. Like At the end of the day – I understand if you weren't winning games and people are blaming you because you're not winning, but right. the production hasn't been there. You've but, had some. You have nights where you've thrown for 90 yards and the team, the defense has carried you. But he was good the year before. And he wasn't was, good. He was wait, average. Wait, 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 the playoffs. He was at the deep. 
Amazing defense, good running game. He was an average quarterback. We never looked at Baker Mayfield and said, oh, that's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Was he a Pro Bowl that year? I don't know. Was he was it? an average quarterback Probably that not. year. The defense was amazing. Great. He has two He has two Pro Bowl-type running backs. And a solid receiving court time. Great that's, off the line. And a defense. Bro, like, of course. Well, what I'm trying to say is that he had a solid year last year. He was entering this year. And he had the shoulder injury, I think, what, the first week of the season against Kansas City? Right? Yeah. Yeah, the first From week. From the get-go. So it wasn't, it wasn't something where, like, he had to stretch a terrible games. Then he got hurt. Oh, okay. Now we're just gonna but put it all on the shoulder. DeAndre, it's been the last couple years. There's just the same. Okay, let me ask you this: Has he gotten better every year? I feel like the issues. I feel like he, he has. The issues he came in with are still some of the same issues he before, still has. Before the missing before, receivers, not not. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait. I was saying before the injury, I feel like he was getting better every year. But you can't no because you're saying because he took a, a less game managing perspective. You can't say he was getting better as a quarterback. He was playing less a role. They were taking the ball out of his hands and saying, "Hey, just do less." And just don't don't I'm crash the Mercedes. I mean, I mean, but, that's but, that's how, but that's but that's honestly how some quarterbacks start out. They they need to. But be this those is a game first managers. overall pick, DeAndre. Okay, but I'm saying either way, some some quarterbacks they just need to be the game manager role for then, a while, and then they start. I mean, look at Russell. That's how a franchise quarterback Russell, Russell Wilson that's, was one. That's different. Russell Wilson, yeah, that's true. But they also have the they didn't have the talent around Russell Wilson. It was a running a running offense. It's already a running offense. And a defense. Great defense. They gave Baker Mayfield receivers. He had talent receivers. Odell Beckham was still a Pro Bowl receiver when he came out of New York. And we looked at that like, oh, man. He sat two tight ends. Just, Tom, they brought him t- Tom Brady early in his career. Tom Brady was a six-round draft. Look at these guys you're naming. These guys, this is the number one pick in the draft, Deion. It's not a six-round draft pick. Okay, fine. You want Russell to Wilson was what? What, what? what round? Fifth? Sixth round? Third. Third, third round draft pick. Okay. This is a guy who's a first overall pick. You name me. Look at the last couple, ten, last eight years. Maybe Mark Sessions is the only guy you're going to name me. That came in the league, number one, top, top three draft pick. Or top five, I'll say that has not been a get right in the fire, throw him right in there, let's play, let's see top, how it works. Top five draft pick, yeah, at quarterback, Sam Darnold, and he's bu- uh, what we look at him at might be on his third team. Justin Herbert came in right away. We knew he could play. We seen he could play. Um, who else was top three? We saw uh, Matthew Stafford could play right away and sling it. If you you know if you know if you are the guy, you're the guy. Cam Newton. Cam Newton could play right away until his body broke down on him. Yeah, but he could play right away. MVP. This is, I, I get what you're saying. That's normal for a quarterback that comes out later in the rounds. We're talking about number one overall draft pick. Josh Allen had his struggles his first year, but also talent around him wasn't there. He had the talent like what your man. But um, also coaching with the ball was a big part of that too. Coaching yeah. as well, but also talent. I'm a receiver that can go down there and get it. You know what yeah. I mean? But who else? Lamar Jackson came in his rookie year and had showed signs he could be something special. Came Lamar, in the second year. Was, Lamar Jackson didn't play his rookie year. Played he, a couple he games. Played, he played the end. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, he played the end. He showed, yeah. okay, maybe, maybe something here. Came in the next year, MVP. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Who else? Not the quarterbacks. And what you talking about? Joe, <laughs> Baker Mayfield came in his rookie year. Started well. He started what midseason? I think. With Tyra Ty 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 yeah, after Tyrod. played. Yeah. Browns won how many games under Baker that year? So he came in and produced. And then, no, don't and act then, like no, he, well, this, but that's what I'm saying. That was for Freddie Kitchens' offense coordinator, right? I think. Uh, yeah, Freddie Kitchens. Okay, and then coordinator. what happened? We come in the second year with expectations a little bit because they added some talent. They added talent. They say, oh, you know what? He's actually pretty good. Let's add some talent around and see what we can really do. But keep Freddie Kitchens. Give him the head coaching job. What happened that second year? Turnover, turnover, turnover. Okay. I mean, it's kind of hard because I think to an extent, I think if you look – Colin Murray's another one. Year Sorry. by year, I think Baker has gotten better as a quarterback. But also, with with uh, Stefanski coming in and how they're going to run heavy offense, I think that's certainly impacted – the way Baker played because at, at Oklahoma, he never did that. Yeah, he that. never did that. It was always shotgun or pistol or, you know, vertical. It was always a vertical offense. It never was under center. It never was hand the ball off 23, 24 times a game to your back, yeah. right? And I think 
But on the other hand, I will say to Javante's point, you got to adjust your game to help win. Kyler right? Murray in the same offense, bro. And I mean, Russell Wilson early on in his career, he was you know kind of not maybe not in the same spectrum, but he was a game manager, relied on Marshawn Lynch, Legion of Boom. But then when all that went away, Russ got better as a quarterback. Colin Kaepernick is another example, and yeah, no, I'm just gonna say with Cap. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, early on, Cap should have been in the NFL still, yes. And he was blackballed, obviously. We all know that. But my thing with Kaepernick was he never changed his game. He never adapted he to de- the NFL. Yeah, he yeah, was he always a, he was a run first, a scramble, the moment of lanes open quarterback like Russ. Russ got better as a passer. Cap did not. Cap faded out. Let me ask this also. Another number one pick. I mean, you want to talk about, like, who had struggles early and then ended up picking himself back up? Alex Smith. Yeah. He never became – he was never – did he ever live to the hype where he was? Aaron Rodgers was a better quarterback. We know that. He never oh, looked course, a little high. Yeah. yeah. Look at Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck came in the league right away, was solid. Robert yeah. Griffin was solid. First, we knew those guys, those guys were true talents. Alex Smith was good as a game man. He's like Baker Mayfield. I watched um NFL ESPN. It was so funny, bro. Cause they had they had uh, Matt Hasselbeck's brother on there. Um and it was funny. He's like, he said, I knew he was no top pick. And then he said, I knew because he was me. And they showed that they showed their stats <laughs> based each other for the draft. It's exactly the same. Yeah, with, I mean, with Hasselbeck, I think have a better vertical. It was the same stats. It's like the Browns just mess up with the pick. If Baker Mayfield would win the third or fourth round, we would not say the same thing. It's right. because he went number, number one. one. And look who's in his class Josh Allen, Studs. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Both of them and who are probably going to. Let me add this Allen already got paid. And I'll let y'all have it back. In the NFL now, we can all agree. The time for wait, the time management for waiting for somebody to develop is way small. You get about three years to be the guy. If you're not the guy. We're moving on. Nobody, nobody's waiting like the Mark, like the Mark Sanchez days, like ten years ago. Not, yeah, ten years, twenty years ago. Well, I'll wait eight. I'll wait five, seven years to yeah. see what you go become. No, unless, you're the guy. You're out. Unless it's a situation where it's like Trey Lance and you have a bridge guy ahead. Exactly. Yeah. But and Trey Lance still, we all knew he needed development. When they got him, they knew he needed development. Right. Baker but Mayfield I, was drafted number one to say, but hey, I'm, but I'm, tra- I'm trying to go back to the point because uh, we, again, me and Alec agree with you. It was time to move. Like, as far as the Browns moving on from Deshaun Watson or moving on to from Deshaun Baker. Watson from it Baker, happened. it happened. I understand mm-hmm. that. Hey, at the end of the day, you're always trying to improve the team. You're always trying to improve yeah, the exactly. roster. You're always trying to find someone better. Mm-hmm. But. What from a, we're from saying, a ownership perspective, from a point of hey, it would have been nice to inform this guy, let this guy know that hey, we might be moving on from you this off season. I get that from Make a player perspective. Get I get that, but if I'm a player, also I also gotta realize I haven't been the best player either. I've also talked to the media. My wife has said a lot of stuff outside that doesn't look good. So I gotta look at that. like John. It's like if you have a, we all had jobs. We got jobs. If you're working right and you ain't show up for work, you ain't you ain't been to work always. You always kind of late sometimes. You know they can't really depend on you always. Do you expect them to give you a call like, hey, uh, we're going to look for someone else in your job? Are they going to call you and say, you're fired. We found a replacement. I mean, most times they will. They will inform you like, hey, you're getting close to getting fired. They'll, they'll and, give you a warning, fair warning. warning. And you don't think Baker Mayfield wasn't close when they said, we're not giving you an extension? That was the close right there. We're getting close. No extension for you? We're getting close. I mean, that, but that's like, that wasn't more of like, oh. How many quarterbacks they make? How that, many, was, that was more of a guy getting paid $20 million a, a year you tell for me, the fifth-year option. Yeah. La- you tell that me was, last that time. Wasn't, that wasn't something like, oh, that on. we're telling Baker Mayfield he ain't getting that fifth. That's something that everybody no, knew. You everybody tell me knew this. he yeah, wasn't you getting tell me this. option. What you know? quarterback that went top five doesn't get their extension before their contract for in? Josh Allen got paid his contract. Lamar Jackson's Gash, <laughs> about the numbers. He got to get the it's numbers. It's kind of funny because he – Janice didn't. Mariota. Question marks. Mariota. Mariota. Question marks. 
These guys aren't on the same team they got it's drafted fun, by. It's funny because even Darwin got his fifth-year option when you think about it. They're all the guys that are, like, questionable <laughs> guys. The guys that you know is your quarterback. If you know you're, you're my quarterback, I'm going to get your extension. Lamar Jackson's just got to get the numbers right. Kyler Murray's going to get his extension. Just numbers got to get right. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's like, uh, do we need to extend this guy enough? I don't know, man. So that was your sign right there. When especially they give you a contract, you should know I'm on the verge. Especially when you consider the market of quarterbacks. It's exactly. getting bigger and bigger every day. And where, like, you, yeah. where you were drafted at, number one, if you're a guy, I'm going to get my contract. Right. Um, that's fair. So that's that's that to me as a player that would be my warning to say I gotta get my stuff together because I haven't got they don't they haven't paid me yet I gotta show I'm the guy. Well, those two different things. It's it's different between a warning of hey I gotta get my shit together I gotta play better versus hey I'm getting someone's about to replace me right now. But that's the thing. That's what, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. It's like the replacement has been in motion since last year. Last offseason when they they give them, they told him hey we're not extending you. That was the motion right well, there. I think it was, it was more of prove it to us that you could be in the game. Yeah, that's, that's already, yeah. The, to me, as a player, that would be my motion already to say, like, and, and oh, the, I might not be here. And regardless, what he, I'm pretty sure everybody, when we thought about the Browns moving on from Baker Mayfield, we thought, oh, okay, they might draft somebody. have Jimmy sign, Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. He'll compete for the starting job, and he'll, if he loses it, he loses mm-hmm. it. They didn't think. Deshaun he Watson. Did, he did, yeah, Deshaun Watson, a clear upgrade who he's he's guaranteed the starting job right from the jump. Yeah, exactly. Right. So Those are two different things, in, in my opinion. And I just think that if he goes to Seattle with Pete Carroll, it's the worst thing to happen I like to that. Him. I don't like that situation. No. I think also, I think. I, mean, I don't know what, what Seattle's in. And they have, two know, young, they have Drew Locke still, too. They have two young quarterbacks. I like it just for the personalities. No, but also, you got, you know, well, he, let's be honest. Does Baker Mayfield get the starting job coming in? He has, I mean, he, has I Drew, to, he has to compete, which is fair. It's fair but, Drew, but my thing is like this. How, how's Baker Mayfield going to react if he doesn't win the starting job? He called the, he's, he's on the bench. Well, that's on him. That's, well, actually, again, that's it, it on could him. be a three-man race because today they, they announced they signed Geno Smith. Smith. Exactly. Man, we, man, we both know Geno. Geno Smith, he's, he's solid. He was solid. Hey, Geno was okay. He's okay. Geno ain't okay. Consid- Geno, considering Geno. the team that he played with, he was okay. Yeah, for the team rebuilding also, it might say Geno Smith. So you tell me Geno in the running for the starting job. DeAndre, think about what's well, the mission. I think it's with Drew Locke, but my thing is, well, why not? Well, also, you're not going to be good. You're not going to What's compete. the mission? If I'm trying to win three games, maybe Geno Smith is my guy. That's, yeah. like, that's, that, that's like me going into that Seattle, that year uh, where Seattle went into training camp with Matt Flynn, Tavares Jackson, and Russell Wilson for that training camp battle. If I'm someone's si- someone's hey, got to win it. We all knew Tavares wasn't winning. If I'm, a, sure. if, if I'm a Seattle fan as well. If I'm rest, a, it, rest in peace, Tavares Jackson. If I'm, a, yeah. if I'm a Seattle fan as well, do I even want Baker Mayfield? This man came through the ball. He couldn't throw the ball to Odell Beckham. At, at, that point, I, at that point, I'd rather keep Drew Locke. Facts. I'd rather roll with D, Drew Locke, see what he's about. And if he ain't the guy, let's go in the draft. Why do you another, why get these two young quarterbacks and be a big Play Drew Locke, and if you know if you, want, if, you, if you want Tank, play Geno. There yeah. you go. And we go in the draft and get a quarterback. I mean, I've always liked. Tennessee has an option for Baker Mayfield if he's able to sign there for a cheap one-year deal. Why you never want, know. Why do I want because, him in Tennessee? Well, he's Ryan Tannehill, really, any? Yeah, Pretty much the same thing as Ryan Tannehill. If Ryan Tannehill falters, put Baker Mayfield in. I'm basically kind of, doing the kind of, same thing. I know, yeah. I mean, hey, at this this point, but still, might yeah, as well. You never it. know. But I mean, I mean, the same thing happened with Tannehill. I think Mariota. Tannehill's better though. Yeah, Tannehill's a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. At least he can run, and he's bigger. Yeah, you say that. Yeah, I mean, if you're Tennessee, and also, but I'm also looking at it from a point of Tennessee doesn't even have a good backup quarterback. You look at their backup; it's what Logan Woodside. Yeah, I think I think Baker Mayfield gets released. Yeah, I'm saying like if he gets released, he latches. If he, on if he gets released, he needs to go sit. He needs to go play like Atlanta or something like that. Try to see if he can get a job at Atlanta or one of those kind of. That could be one. I think Tampa Bay would be maybe a. Good wa- I call maybe I go see what Washington's talking about. Carson Wentz might fuck it, might yeah. mess it up, and I can go play in Washington. I think Tampa Bay could take, take a chance on him too. You know, learn. And from maybe what, maybe New York if yeah. the Giants move on from Daniel Jones, the ball maybe could have the same kind yeah, of. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. Giants yeah. Uh, with uh, Josh Allen, I mean. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be a very confusing and odd situation up until he does leave Cleveland. 
it's going to be ugly no matter what. Because they have, what, four quarterbacks on the roster right I mean, now. Yeah. Really odd. I mean, I know where – hey, if I bake, I know where I stand. I'm already getting my stuff packed up. We moving out because I know I'm going to be here. I know where right. it is. I'm out. It doesn't yeah. matter where I'm going. And the fact that – that's also another thing. The fact nobody has traded for him yet should tell you the market, what the market looking like. Well, I think the Browns are holding out just to see what happens. Yeah, it's, with, not, it's not a matter of like teams. Well, let's, well why? Why would we hold out for what? It, I have Jacoby Brissett. Well, because they want at least what a third, second round pick for him. Yeah. But the fact and, you're, not, you're probably going to. But if that. you hold on to him, if somebody gets injured or in training camp, yeah, you know the Baker's price will go up. Because we talked, um, we, talked oh, wait, we, we talked about this last week. Okay. Because we remember when Teddy Bridgewater went down from no, Minnesota, no, I know, I know, I know. Minnesota okay. went out and traded for Sam. Let me ask you this though. I can go get Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd rather have Jimmy Garoppolo than Baker Mayfield. Well, the Niners might want to keep Garoppolo. Trey Lance isn't ready. No, based on being honest with you, I said I'm. Have, you gotta play Trey Lance. I think honestly, you gotta play Trey Lance. You traded all that stock to get him. You gotta play him. You can't it's, play Jimmy G. But again. also, it's weird how Jimmy G hasn't been traded yet. Yeah, because he had, he had and injury. Were, and the injury, were, his injury messed him up. All and, he's, and he still could be traded. We, uh, Carolina is a team that needs a quarterback. And if let's say they they opt to choose an offensive tackle or you know any other position besides quarterback with that sits overall pick, they don't have another pick until the fourth round. So I don't see them getting one there. So at that point, you trade maybe a next year's third or, or fourth for Jimmy G. That's one starting spot already gone. So, yeah, I could see Baker uh, with a team losing a quarterback in training camp. I can call Jimmy Garoppolo. I call Cam Newton up. I can call – I can see, well, I can see what they you, want for wait, Jimmy Garoppolo. So you talk, I, I would play you, I would take Baker, Baker over, over Cam, Cam right now. Cam at this point is a shell of what it used to be. Yes. Cam, and Baker, Cam was and bad. Baker, and Baker has no shell to go off of. So Cam, I mean, Cam was bad last at least, year. At least with Baker – there's, There's still potential. potential. Okay, let me ask you this. What team, what team is uh, – depending on also the team and what my position is, what I'm trying to do with my season. It depends what team it is also. I think to me it's a matter of right now, I think Baker gives me a better chance to win games. I can call If I was a contending team okay, and right. I lost my career, let's say if I was the Rams and I lost Stafford. I'd rather, call, I'd, rather call, um, I'd rather call Philly and see if I can go get uh, – oh, boy, the backup that was in Jacksonville. Minshew? Minshew. I think Minshew's better than him right now. Minshew could play and carry you better than Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield can. I call about Minshew. I can call uh, about Joe Flacco maybe and see if he can just hold on the fort. I'm not saying Joe Flacco's the guy, but Joe Flacco would be a decent quarterback. Yeah, I'll take that. I can call about um, Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Andy I can Dalton. call about um, Nick Foles. If I'm a ch- contender, I can definitely call about Nick Foles. I'm a contender because that man known for winning. And we know, what he we know what Nick Foles do. Baker Mayfield is better than all of those no, guys. No, he is not. All right. If – as, uh, I'm gonna ask you if you're just talking for one year. I'm trying to. I'm a contender, trying to still win. Do I want Baker Mayfield still have to be a, is a project and has to play a certain type of way, or I rather Nick Foles, who's experienced, been a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl MVP? You can't ask me that question because I'm unbiasedly on the Nick Foles train. Andy Dalton, I, I am Andy all Dalton for Baker chaos. Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, I think Baker Mayfield's a, whoever gets him, it's a project. Even if you're a contender, he's a project. He's not. You can't tell if the Rams win. If the Rams are on the verge of a wild card spot and you need X, Y, and Z to happen and you have to win out your games, uh, give. Me Nick Foles over yeah, anybody. Okay, in, in that in that case, give me if I lost if I lost Stafford at the end of the season, I'm heading into the playoffs. Sure, I'm picking up Nick Foles. Foles. But if I need someone to play 16 games, yeah, Nick Foles can't play 16 he games. He can't play 16 games. No. In crunch time, if you need X, Y, and Z to happen, Nick Foles is your guy. Uh, that, that's, that's, why, that's why Nick Foles didn't work out in Jacksonville. <laughs> when he when it, when he's a backup <laughs> who's thrust into a starting well, job, yeah, we don't hear those. Yeah, we don't yeah, hear the man is great. Yeah. Same, same with okay, Andy well, Minshew. I think Minshew's better than Baker Mayfield. Again, when he's a backup, no, Baker, no Minshew didn't get no fair. He didn't, he played pretty good in Jacksonville. He just didn't get a fair opportunity for it. Let's be honest, that team was just bad. He was actually a decent quarterback <sighs> in Jacksonville. Well, they were taken for Lawrence. We all knew. Well, it. we all knew that. But I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, I'd rather have guys like that than a guy that's still trying to prove that still doesn't know what he is and still trying to find out what he is as a quarterback. Minshew knows what he is. 
Nick Foles know what they, 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 all those guys I named know what they are as quarterback. They know where they stand in the league. This guy right here still thinks he could be a star quarterback. So I, I, I this is basically mean, he still has potential to be. He does. I'll never shut up. Oh, um, he does. This is a but well, you also have two of Tucker as your quarterback, so I guess you have to kind of back and defend this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, okay. But yeah. no, what I'm saying is yeah. what I'm saying is not try try shots of two. Uh, right no, now. no, what no. I'm saying shots were thrown. Yeah, of course I were. I mean mm-hmm. you threw shots at me earlier, but it's all good. What I'm saying is if I'm a team that's contending, I don't have time to try to train a guy and get a guy's confidence up and try to and try to build an offense around this guy. Because you can't just throw let's not, can you throw Baker Mayfield into the Rams office and tell him, hey, how are you gonna play? <sighs> hold on, hold on. Actually, wait, wait. you know, uh, you know who I would call in all seriousness? I call Washington. They got uh, two dudes over there. No, Fitzpatrick too. Fitzpatrick, yeah, has another guy. There you go. Again, Fitzpatrick. Actually, right, so Fitz is like Nick Foles as a backup. Nick Fitz, Fitz, is, Fitz is like Nick Foles. Okay, okay. So like this. Add this also. Any team that loses, any contending team that loses a quarterback, probably ain't, especially in today's day, you're not probably winning Super Bowl that year anyway. Let's be oh, honest. Nick Foles You're still going to try. I'm not going to tell you. So you, the Chiefs you, lose Pat Mahomes. So you tell me, you, you, I'm going to tell a guy like Aaron Donald, hey, fuck it, we're not playing. No, we're you don't have to tell like Aaron Donald that. Aaron Donald knows that. If I lose, if, if, if the Chiefs lose Pat Mahomes, knock on wood, and they bring in Baker Mayfield, they are not going to win the Super Bowl. If I'm signing. They're not no, contenders no more. If I'm signing all these guys, like let's say, because you look at the Rams roster right now. They they signed all these guys for one-year deals, you know, pro- cheap deals just for a chance to win a Super Bowl, right? So I'm telling them, hey, you signed this contract. It was a waste of time. You could have signed but that's, how the, that's how sports but, goes, bro. That's how the sports works. But look, hear me out. Hear me out. Because you always talk about like, oh, I don't know, like about Baker Mayfield and like what coach, like offensive. Um, like what you what you just say about Baker? I said that Baker Mayfield th- still thinks he's a star quarterback. He's going to come in. You have to change your offense to fit him. Like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Hear me out now. Now you just said you have to right. have, you have to have an offense change. So you put him with one of the most offensive-minded coaches in the game, and you're telling me he can't get nothing out of Baker Mayfield. He's going to get the same thing. My thing is, DeAndre, you're talking about continuing teams. He's going to get the same thing out of Jared Goff. It's the same thing. Actually, worse. I think Jared Goff's a better player than Baker Mayfield right now. Same. That's the same thing. You're not getting Jared, I, say, I, 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 I question you, man, because Baker Mayfield is talent, more so talented is Jared than Jared Goff. But Jared Goff's a game manager, too. They're both game managers at this but point. But Baker is more talented. You keep on going. Based on, this man's been in the league for six, about going six years, and we're talking about the same thing. At some point, we got to look at the numbers and say, this guy ain't what these other guys are that, that was in his class. We got to compare it to all these other young guys that are coming up in this league. Let's be honest. If Malik Wilson's a ball, we'll see what he is. Okay, okay fine. You, you say that he's not as good as players in his class. Then what about Eli? Eli wasn't as good as Ben Roethlisberger. Eli, Eli wasn't as Eli's good as Eli's not that good. I know but, but Eli did enough no, yes, to win a championship. Because Eli also had guys around him. He had Michael Strand. He had great players so, around him. Javante, oh, Javante, what do the Rams, what do the Rams <laughs> have around Baker Mayfield? You got Aaron Donald. You got a fucking defensive MVP. But the t- you've had that you got the, Bobby Wagner. You've had, that, you've had a great defense for years. The problem is Jared Goff was never that good enough. That, the, the divisions. T- t- and they still made it. Even with Jared Goff, fun. they still made the Super Bowl. And they're a playoff team year in and year out. Year also, and year like out this. They yes, team. you can only get so much. We're talking about I'm a contender. Come on now. And also, you brought up Eli Man. I was literally ten, over ten years ago, bro. The league was different back then. You could run the ball and call it a day. You could play. You could play a guy like um, shot my man uh, from uh, Baltimore. Right. You could play a guy like that and winning games with defense. You can't do that no more. You have to be able to put up points. Let's be honest. Bigger Mayfield ain't outscoring nobody. Let's be honest. Okay, match this. If you have Bigger Mayfield, let's say Bats have got hurt and Bigger Mayfield are starting quarterback on the Rams, are you taking him over San Francisco? Yes. If Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, say Trey, you take you take you take that team over San Francisco coming into the season. I take the team over San Francisco. Yes. Why? Well, it's the same. If you're gonna throw that argument out, eye for eye, they're pretty much the same kind of team. If it's a matter of quarterback, if it's Garoppolo or Baker, 
I take Baker over Garoppolo. But let me ask this though: the quarterback position, right? Say Trey Lance the quarterback. Sean McVay offense is built more around throwing the ball. Look at the receiving core they had. They have Allen Robinson. They wouldn't add more receiving core, more receivers. They're based around I mean, throwing the football. That's, okay, what, that's what Baker did at Oklahoma. But they, uh, yeah, that is what he did. Baker did that at Oklahoma. But we saw he graduated with Freddie Kitchens. He couldn't sling it. And he had Odell Beckham and those same guys. Well, Freddie Kitchens is no Freddie longer Kitchens coaching. Freddie Kitchens is Sean McVay. Yeah, yeah Sean McVay. I agree with that. But I'm just saying, we look at Jared Goff, a guy who was slinging in college. Is this what it is? Jared Goff wasn't slinging like he that. He could throw the ball, though. But but was Jared Goff was Jared Goff year in and year out a Heisman candidate? No. But that's because the Oklahoma offense, everybody's a Heisman candidate when you go Oklahoma, except for Caleb Williams this year. Jalen Hurts was a Heisman candidate. Colin Murray, everybody. That's what I'm trying to say, Javante, is that if you get a Sean McVay uh, offensive minded guy like him, he can make an offense. He'll make it work. Work. He can he can make Baker Mayfield feel talking, comfortable enough. And you're talking about you're talking about offensive offense. line that's not that good. Be honest, the offensive line has some was Matt Stuff was getting hit a lot. You're talking about a guy who's very injury prone. Does he even make it through 17 games? You're talking about Nick, uh, Nick Foles. Can Baker Mayfield make it through 17 games in a division where it's very much a we gonna we gonna get after you and hit you? I'll, I'll First say of this, all, if Baker Mayfield got hurt after after um, let's say a certain amount of games, then at that point, then you can say all right. But my like, thing is, you're talking right, about Nick right, Foles with injuries. Year. You're talking like about Nick, Nick Foles with injuries and stuff like that. Let's see if Baker Mayfield can make it through 17 games. First I know, of all, that's what I'm saying. Right. But if Baker Mayfield got hurt at the end of the day, I can say, you know what? At least we tried. At least we tried to find a replacement. It didn't work out. He got hurt. Fuck it. Let's just tank this year. Correction, Javante. It's not a matter of Nick, if Nick Foles can play 17 games. He only needs to play about four okay, to true. get you where he needs to be. But my point is Baker Mayfield already has injury issues. He's talking about a division that's going to be beating him up. That's fair. Okay, so I mean with kind of what, you know, kind of relatively a slow week in the NFL – Kind of a, would you say it's been a slow week as far as anything going on in your side of the world, DeAndre and Javante? Because I mean, like nothing really is broken. That's like major. You I know? think uh, there's hype around. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know people say, "Oh, you're Marvel biased again." I mean, Marvel has a lot of hype going on with the Thor Ragnar- the Thor Love and Thunder toys being released. Yeah, people getting images and stuff like that. It's kind of weird how they're doing their promo because they haven't released no trailer, but they're releasing toys, so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they did the trailer after Doctor Strange. How do y'all like feel? How- Spy- wow. I like how Spider-Man did it where they had and Spider-Man got like yeah. that strange clip. Yeah. I'd be cool if they did it with like show the real fans the trailer first and put it out to the world. How, how do y'all feel about um, Gore the God Butcher's look? I think it looks cool. I, like I dig it. I dig it. I feel like they could have did more. We haven't seen it yet. It's when you saw the toy. You haven't seen it. I saw, I saw the toy and there was the post. They had the little leaked poster. On the side, on the side yeah. yeah. I, mean, so, I mean, I think it looks pretty. I think, looks, I think they're doing a lot less um, CGI on them, so I, I just think it's pretty cool. More Christian Bale. Yeah, I mean, we and we we, we talk about it, a less CGI. I mean, obviously, we I mean, like in Spider Man, right? Like when when Goblin, there was no mask, but you know, uh, Defoe sold it mm-hmm. off of looks alone. See, I'll Christian say, Bale's a great actor. I, I think. mean, there's that. Yeah, there's great actors who like sometimes they can wanna, sell it. Yeah, but also there's actors who have CGI. Like, let's look at um, what's his name? I can't no don't know how to pronounce. Bill, is it Night Night Niggy or whatever? You know, played Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Amazing performance. One of my probably one of my favorite like top ten villain performances in film. Mm-hmm. And that was full CGI. But yet, when you looked at Davy Jones and how he looked in the film, like you, he had all the emotions that you that you could that ha, that he had. You know, so right. I think that's one. I think um, you don't need CGI though. If you, if you have, if you could do like straight up just paint, I think that works too. I don't think you have to do CGI for everything. Like, of I mean, course, for some gills, the thing you is, you have to make a movie and stuff like that too. That's why it made sense for that. The that thing role. is, it looks just kind of basic. 
But I mean, that's that's sometimes we want that. We always say, "Oh, I'm tired of CGI character." Like it makes sense, that, like a character like David Jones, because you have to make the gills and all that kind of stuff move all the time. It's but like you that. gave but, me, you gave me, you went from Thor Ragnarok, where you gave me Hela, who has dope ass CGI mask. That's it. And though. I'm going to the door. Just basically, like he looks like he fucking, might be cool though. He looks no, we, like, we've been seeing anything. He looks like man. I looked at that. Hate, bro. I looked at that picture, bro. He looks like Zordon from Power Rangers when he, <laughs> he was cool, when he bro. was out look of that container. Okay, here, fine. Look at this. Star Wars doesn't do a lot of CGI with their character. They put people in costumes. They do a lot of body. There's costumes, which is cool. We love it. So I mean, you. I think you're picking it too. I think you're just honestly hit nitpickers did Marvel. Oh my god! Not I think it's a little biased. Not everything, not everything has to be because yeah, yeah, you, you be a big person. Also say like, oh yeah, we always CGI everything. Everything CGI. This CGI. This CGI. Why don't they ever do that? Just just like makeup and special but effects. Look, like look at the picture. Look, where, Jennifer has the screen right now. Look at it. The, the it fi- just it stands out with more like. That's not, that's not the one I'm looking. That's not the one I'm talking about. That's not the one that was on the Marvel Legends box. It basically looks the same. No, it shot. doesn't. It looks way different. That's way that we don't know what this shot was taken. Um, if you can pull up the Marvel Legends box, uh, okay, go ahead, pull, pull it. looks it, different please. from the side. Look at the, the picture from the side. Look at the angle right there. there you go perfect. Oh, go it that. looks get like that. the no, same get the fucking side, thing. Get the side, get the side <laughs> angle. I about the, the, the next one over. Uh, right, one more. That one, right? Next one right there. Yeah, that's that's the one. There you go. It looks different than that. What we just saw. It a little bit also, it is a toy. It's a, that's a toy. Also, it bro. is a toy. And then my toys also. If you don't you're, know how toys work, we're limited in what you. That's can not put a toy. On. That's a that's an actual picture. No, that's but a picture also of- okay. But also this. Do you forget how Hasbro how this stuff works? They're given looks before the movie even comes out. Like they're given um they're given their projections of what the character might look like mm-hmm. way in advance, which is why. Figures always get redone because they don't look accurate to the movies. That so that's sometimes. what I'm trying to say. I don't know why you're getting mad at me for judging well, it saying, right now if that's what they're if they're trying to change it. Because I no, I'm not saying. Sure, I'm just saying I don't care. I don't need CGI on the character to make the character cool. Like I don't need. I don't need a CGI. It's not up. just CGI. You just look at his costume, like how he looks in the comics. He has the black around it. It just it makes it stand out. But I'm saying, versus I, where I you think, have this all white, it just doesn't you, look aren't right. you always want saying let's see the trailer first and see what, the, what, what we see. We haven't seen anything. We don't know how it looks yet when we see it in person. Javante, I, Bro, why you why you just ignore <laughs> what I'm saying? Oh, I said yes. When it comes out, I'm I'll judge it then. But I'm judging it right now, oh at the moment. I dig it. I'm a, I get it. So what you want with CGI it all up? And then you gonna complain not, about oh all you do is CGI everything? Oh you can't win with your ass. Not all. I'm uh, not all of it. You you know, but you're saying we always talk about oh let's do less CGI. Why we gotta do so much CGI all the time? Right, we always talk about that. Like Star Wars, don't do a lot of CGI with their characters. Well, but, I mean, there's some cases in the MCU where it's like, okay, you like why CGI the mask? But that's what I'm saying. You chick, you pick and choose your argument. You're like, oh, bro, you have to CGI all the costumes like that. You pick and choose when you want to be. Oh, yeah, I'm with it. I'm not with it. What I'm saying is they're not. They don't need. A, they don't need to CGI the character to make them look cool. Then I'm not. I'm with it. Okay, all right. That's you're talking about you, you don't make. You don't make no sense. Honestly, to me. I can't tell the difference between that toy, <laughs> that toy's look and White Vision. Yeah, I, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I mean, from here you're not wrong. That's a good face sculpt. I saw that face sculpt. That's a good Christian Bell head sculpt. Look but hey, good. I mean, hey, I think Christian Bell, regardless, is going to kill it. I don't so, think it looks cool yeah, to me. As, all we want is a trailer. Yeah, it's all I'm asking for. So. I, told, I, I mean, but besides that, they got toys and stuff like that. We got Doctor Strange coming out in a couple weeks. Just a lot mm-hmm. of good content coming. We got Moon Knight still shining, doing his thing. I haven't watched. You guys get your yet, tickets but. yet? No, I haven't done it yet. I gotta see what my work schedule looking like. I don't want to do it in the night after work and I'm gonna be mad. So, yeah. Lady Thor looks interesting too. I like the costumes and like what they've shown so far. I'm I surprised just, they released toys are so early. I'm like, damn. So we we just need a trailer. That's yeah. all I'm asking. For. I I think they're gonna put it after Thor, or maybe I put it in the Doctor Strange trip movie. They might yeah. put it at the beginning of that one because they don't need to. I mean, they don't really need a trailer. Honestly, like they didn't have a trailer. They dropped the trailer like a week before the movie came out. They're still gonna do numbers. People are gonna still go see it. Yeah. 
Um, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't mind they test the limits and say, you know what, let's put it in front of the movie and see how people react. And like during like the, the theater. That might be the new previews. wave. Might create the new wave. Like when does Thor: Love and Thunder come out? November. It's late on. Yeah, like November. It's November. I think it's November. Yeah. We have kind of fact checking, but like no teaser. I believe teaser it's November. Thought, those, thought, those are not not even like a teaser out. I thought it was uh this month. I thought it was this year, July. It literally, yeah. I remember he said, he said July. Oh, so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm it's like close. Yeah, you can't, you can't wait till Doctor they, Strange. They buy, yeah, they can. They they can push the limits and say, oh, when Doctor Strange comes out May May fourth, first week of May. I mean, they, and the trailer came out. You lose December. Really two months. December. Really two months. Two yeah. more months till the movie. Comes I mean, out. you know, kind of like. You know, a point with Marvel in particular, you don't need to do a whole trailer. Like, you don't need to do a whole like press trailer tour. press tour no, to promote it. The moment it the moment it drops, it it's sells. already the promotion work they is already done on their part. So you agree because yeah. guys like us and you are gonna talk about it nonstop. Yeah, we're gonna go see it. Yeah, they got it all. Now, the all moment here, the moment they, they do the moment so they so drop it. Basically, what you're saying is it's built on hype. That's anything. Batman's built on hype too. I'm I'm Doctor Strange is built on hype. Spider Man is built on hype. You the, said, mom, the moment the moment the moment dual fades dropped Obi Wan, it was a hype <laughs> yeah. at that point. That's how we that's how we are. We're nostalgic. We love the we love the, the nostalgia and we love the kids. we're nerds. So like, we're, we're all for yeah. We're like cool nerds. The only people that don't have to get, but honestly, for this you got Chris Hemsworth. Girls love him. You're gonna be able to sell new fans like oh Chris Hemsworth, big arms hanging out. I mean you're gonna sell people automatically. I mean also he's the first of original Avenger to have and you know love- four. Sell them, and his yeah. his last movie. People really, people. Some people say that's like the top five MCU movie for them, like the Thor Ragnarok. I'm yeah. not, not me, but like some people really love that movie. So I definitely think exactly. Yeah. It's me. It's me. I think it'd be good. But yeah, I'm so I won't be surprised they do like that. I mean, could we always push the? Do you look at the media how trailers get taken out? Like before, I think about it, it was on like only you go to the movie theater to see a trailer. Right. And it became oh YouTube, and then now we got the Twitter and Instagram. Like you can see everything everywhere. So it's like and now everything is leaked. Like I mean, when the Spider Man, yeah, exactly. when the Spider Man cell phone footage of the trailer dropped, yeah, we all watched it. We all talked about it. We all tried to figure Even out Avengers. what people was saw, going on. Because all the leaks of Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. people were oh, yeah. Man. But um, so yeah, I think they could just try a different approach with the promo and just do it before the movie. Yeah. Think about because especially day. Can you imagine day one of Doctor Strange and like all the hardcore fans are in there and they see the Thor Love and Thunder trailer to pop it off like right before you get yeah. ready to start that? It's like oh my goodness, what experience! I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm hyped. I think a lot, yeah, I think a lot of people will be so that's really dope. <laughs> Anything else going on? Um, been not really. Well, Warner Brothers they have that thing with Discovery going on. They uh, got the merger and now they're considering a major over overhaul of uh, DC Entertainment. Thank God. Um. They're reportedly planning to overhaul uh, its brand into a solidified content vertical group, similar to how Marvel Studios operates. And basically, this was uh, from Variety. They want a Kevin Feige-like leader, uh, that DC lacks a coherent creative and brand strategy, that they want to revitalize characters like Superman, and they want more independent stuff like Joker. Same we've been saying for months, pretty much. Yeah, so so that one kind of thought all along would and should happen if DC wants to become, like, relevant again. Oh, for sure. Also, I like to add in there, um, speaking of like big time moves and big time universes and stuff like that, Brie Larson has joined the Fast and the Furious franchise. Um, I'm curious to see what she's going to do in there. Hey, no, no lie, bro. The fact that Brie Larson wanted to join the franchise, like she has been diesel or something like that, like to join speaks highly of the, the franchise of how people view it. I know we always joke and Johnny likes talking bad about it, but like Brie Larson's a uh, Oscar winning actress. Like she's Big time. It's an A-lister. And for her, yeah, for her to want to join the Fast and Furious franchise, like, no, Johnny calls it a joke and stuff like that. But a lot of people still see it, like, celebrities-wise, still see it as a franchise to be a part of because it's so popular and so big. I mean, it's probably the most... It's a pro- outside, the, outside the Star Wars MCU, yeah. stuff like it's that. Because it's a franchise, like, 
it's a similar to a franchise that have cult followings. It's a, it's a franchise it's that has a cult It's everything, following. though. Star Wars has a cult following. Everything yeah, has a cult following. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. And people, well, I'm saying, people love to do Star Wars, Well, I'm right? saying for Fast and the Furious to hit that level, and we always talk about a joke, is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I feel yeah. that. Um, Shout out to family. As far as Warner Brothers and, you know, going back to the, as far as getting a Kevin Feige-like person, I would, I'm nominating four people. You know, a uh, Bruce Tim guy directed, or... Was a creator of the Batman, the animated series, you know, all those old animated series. They all bring in some guys from the animated series because animated movies and shows stood out. So I feel like why yeah. not bring someone that doesn't always there? correlate though to movie to live action? It doesn't always correlate well. No, fuck it. It would be better it's than like what, video game films. It would be better than what the hell they had before. But it's like, right. like, it's like with video games, like when you bring a video game director and a developer into like yeah. help the film for a movie. But, so. Okay, fine. Well, if that's not the case, well, either way, Bruce Tim, depending on what stories he keeps because obviously if he comes you just got to make sure he writes in his contract that he doesn't have that killing joke shit that he wrote with bruce wayne and barbara we don't talk we don't about talk that. about that we don't talk uh about paul that. dini is another guy who was attached to dc animated projects as well uh jay oliva he's another guy who did the recent uh new 52 arc i think he would be great and, and a lot of the jay, jay oliva is, uh, especially he's actually written a lot of comic books as well and collaborated on comic books for dc as well so i think he would be a good choice uh you know what i'll call it they're not they're not they're not they're directors oh and jim lee as well i'll call up the russo brothers and see if they how they feel about coming over and doing it because i feel like they've been experienced with marvel like they've been around kevin feige firsthand they're also fans of like dc universe and stuff like that as well and they do great films like all the films that they've done are beloved they've done big time moves with like bringing people together and stuff like that so I think I would give them a call to see if they want to be a part of this and see if they want to can see like a future with it. Cause like those guys are very big nerds and stuff like that too. Like they like doing other projects and stuff like that too, but I can see them want to join in maybe and make a I dig it. Yeah. And also lastly, sorry, just want to give a shout out to um, DC animated show, uh, Young Justice. I don't know if you watched the recent episode, but they, they've done a really good job of bringing. Um, Did it just drop today? Yeah. Yeah. The newest one? The newest one. Is it the last of the Aqualad arc or is it a new arc? It's a new arc with Rocket. <gasps> yeah. You haven't watched it yet? I just want my Nightwing arc, man. Yeah, I know. Either, either way, Young Justice. So it's, it's Rocket? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's cool, Rocket. Cool, Young, cool. It's on uh, New Genesis. So, oh. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, But uh, shout out to the show and just in general because the last couple seasons they've covered a they, lot of topics yeah, from trafficking. Was, yeah. Um, you know, sexual identity, sexual orientation. Yeah. Um. Trying to think, uh, they this recent episode, they uh, Rocket's son has autism, and I thought they did a really good job of point highlighting that as well. And well that. yeah, like ever since HBO Max kind of picked up where Cartoon Network left off with Young Justice, they've 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 shown no hesitation to like bring in like world, real world problems and kind of incorporate it into the superhero world. Which yeah. I really I really dig that because it's something that I know there's not a whole lot of competition, but it's just something we haven't seen. Like, like we haven't seen the superhero show where it's uh you know gay heroes like Aqualad for Aqual Aqualad is, is I guess, gay. I guess you're, yeah. saying cause out, you're talking about because it's like more like out there it's very open yeah it's yeah. very it's like, like it's very like I, like I know like shows like X Men used to do the same thing kind of in a way but yeah. it wasn't like as like just straight out obvious like, yeah. or like uh what's his name uh fish dude oh uh Gar. I think Gar. Is it just Gar? Or, or are you talking about the the, the Lagon? from Atlantis? Lagon. Lagon. Yeah. yeah. Like they're in like a 
I don't know what do you call that. I, I, I didn't know either. It, but I was confused when I first saw. I was like, "Hold on, what?" But, it's like a, it's like I guess open marriage type thing. Yeah, maybe? like he has. But a it's him. Life. It's him, uh, a chick and a guy. But they're all like in a relationship, and she has a kid. So that's like a three no comment parent no comment. <laughs> but they they cross boundaries nonetheless, yeah. and they they bring real they bring real real world issues, and kind of like incorporate it into a superhero show. Yeah, which like, it's not to a point where like. Hey, like it, it's just a small like tease, like um, let's say Russo brother, like the one of the Russo brothers in Avengers Endgame, where mm-hmm. Marvel claimed that hey, we're gonna have like the first LGBTQ, LGBTQ character, yeah. and then they only had him for that one scene. That that's what they like. A lot of people were well, pissed no, off. Have Captain Marvel and well now, well yeah now, but I'm saying like when people when they highlighted that scene and they said hey, like Avengers Endgame had the first LGBTQ character, yeah. like, a lot of people thought it was gonna be more than just that, right? And what this show does, it's more like it it goes more into that but it doesn't go too much where it like takes away from the show it's like hey, right. we're shoving all this shit down your face it's there and it's you're still, like oh yeah it's still a good storyline with with that as well like yeah you know, I, around I, I guess there's two different approaches i don't mind the approach of like having it in there like it's like a low-key thing like like it, yeah. it's like people to catch on to but it's like just straight out there yeah i mean yeah. i'm fine with it depends on everybody i mean everybody's I, kid, I have kids i mean i'm not i don't know i mean yeah i'm fine with that's just cool to see that it's now out there so it's yeah cool on that part but i think that's gonna wrap things up gentlemen any last words before we log off here today uh damn I, i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say i i pray uh that javante and baker mayfield uh meet up one day i would love to see that <laughs> <laughs> i would love to see how that interaction goes I don't know problem Baker Mayfield, bro. I don't know problem. <laughs> I said the man can't. I said the man just did look to the hype of the quarterback that he was at. I dig That's it. all I'm saying, bro. I don't know. You said you take Nick Foles and several others over here. So <laughs> I'm contending, yes. Yeah. Shout, and you know what I'm going to say? Shout out to man, my man Jimons. I've watched so much Jimons L footage lately and just like him talking interviews and stuff. Hey, like, the, fan, the, fan, the fan control. Shout out Johnny Football, thing. bro. Yeah. That's the new thing. Baker Mayfield can't touch Johnny Football. Give him the opportunity. Him and T.O. together now. Yeah, yeah. They are. And the yeah. fan control thing. It's yeah. been crazy to watch. Yep on twitch but um let's wrap things up guys great show as always uh make sure you like subscribe comment on the videos drop questions in the comments please we you love to... yeah you didn't even do that wow. <laughs> you didn't read the question like you supposed we'll to. save those for next week <laughs> and we'll add on to it so uh yeah baker mayfield it took a lot of time yeah. it happened it's all right though it was relevant. So we'll answer those questions next week as well as whatever other questions you guys have. Maybe bigger by said what did. Until then, you're going home with the final drive. We'll see you guys next time.